Hello everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast. My name is Rebecca and I'm your host of this podcast. Thank you so much if you are just joining me for the first time um, for this episode and thank you if you are rejoining me again for um, another episode and you've already listened to one or two or maybe a few of them. Um, so today I want to talk about imposter syndrome and getting over that and just like finally calling yourself an artist. And I've already done an episode on imposter syndrome, so if you are listening to this episode and want to hear more about it, um, it's somewhere in, you know, the, um, the catalog of episodes here. But yeah, I wanted to really talk about, you know, especially as an artist, because I think the first episode I did on imposter syndrome was really just, you know, talking about it. But this one, I really just want to talk to you guys about imposter syndrome from an artist's perspective and how to get over that. And it's kind of funny how this sort of came about because I was, I was actually on my way to, I was on my way to work and I was listening to a podcast and um, on the podcast, she was, this woman was working um, at, I forget where she was working. Um, but she, when she was at parties and everything, she'd introduce herself as, hi, my name is so-and-so and I work here, but I'm, I'm going to be an actor. And that is something when I heard it, I was like, well, why didn't you just call yourself an actor? That was like my thought that I had, um, especially because I really identified with that because really early on in my acting career, that's what I did. I said, oh, hi, my name is Rebecca. Um, I work as a waitress right now, um, but I'm an actor and I act too. And for those of you who might not know, um, I'm a professional actor in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, So yeah, starting off, that was like a thing. And I was like, why did I do that? (laughs) Um, Because really, like, it made no sense for me, like, me looking back on that. Like, it makes no sense for you to not, like, say that. And, you know, me sort of thinking back to myself, I'm like, why, younger me, did you say that? Um, and also this sort of was like, you know, spurred from that podcast episode as well that I was listening to, but I was thinking about, I was like, oh, well at that point in my life and possibly in the point of this person's life from the podcast, it's like, we didn't feel like we were artists yet. We didn't feel like we were actors. We didn't feel like that was something we could own. And to be quite honest, sometimes when I get stuff from, um, theaters that I've been wanting to work with for like years and years and years. I'm like, oh my gosh, like who, like, why are they emailing me? Like, who am I to like, you know, email them back and audition for this production? Um, that I felt big, big, big imposter syndrome, um, quite recently, actually. Um, I saw a casting notice or an audition notice for a show here that's going to be doing a pre-Broadway run in the Washington, D.C. area. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome because they were calling specifically for like Asian American artists. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I can, like, that's me, that's me, that's me. And then I looked through the audition requirements and they were like, we need a pop rock song um, for this audition. I'm like, cool. And then I was thinking, I was like, okay, pop rock. And my first thought immediately was, I don't do pop. I don't do rock. That's not what I sing. I, I, I can't submit anything because I don't have anything in my rep to submit. 
and looking back on it and you know me in the moment I was like well first of all that's a lie you do have stuff in your rep that you can do you just don't have it recorded um and second of all it's like you know in that moment I was just like I felt like an imposter I was like who am I to send in my audition materials for this pre-Broadway run of a show like I want to be like that's you know one of my goals is to like perform in something on Broadway I'm just like who am I to think that I can do this like you know I've just I'm just here in Washington DC I'm sort of you know getting out of the well we're all getting out of this pandemic career-wise I was like who am I to submit for this who am I to submit for this and I was just like you know I was like nope can't do it won't do it not gonna and then I sat down and I was like having this internal conversation with myself and I was like well why shouldn't you do it I mean it's literally like you fit the um you know what they're looking for you like what's the harm in just doing it I was like no but like it's like I think what I really got stuck on was like a pre-Broadway run and I was like oh that's like really intense I was like, just just do it, just do it, just do it. And definitely my imposter syndrome was creeping up and creeping up and creeping up. Um, in the end, I ended up um, submitting a recording. I was just like, you know what? Whatever. Let's just give it a shot. But imposter syndrome, like even someone who's been working professionally in this industry for a long time now, um, it's still like... Well, I don't, I don't want to say like a long, long time, but you know, a, a good amount of time. Um, I still feel that. Like I got over the imposter syndrome of, oh, I can't call myself an actor because like, am I really an actor? Like I wholeheartedly believe that I'm an actor now. Um, but you know, even as, and I, I'm wholeheartedly okay with saying that in social situations when I meet new people, when they ask me what I do. But even so, I still feel imposter syndrome with stuff that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then my, I sometimes feel, oh my gosh, like who am I to do that? And I've, I've said this before, but imposter syndrome, like it takes a while to like work through that. Like as far as the imposter syndrome of calling myself an actor and calling myself an artist and introducing myself that, that way to new people, that took, I don't know, probably like a year and a half to get over that and for me to finally say, yeah, I'm an actor. Yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah, this is what I do. Um, so that's just like, I don't know, just taking ownership and calling yourself what you are and what you do. That is something that, you know, it's going to take a while to work through, but you really should work through it and you really need to work through it because you just gain so much confidence once you get to that point and you're like, no, I'm an actor. This is what I do. Or maybe you're um, starting off in photography and you're like, no, you want to say, no, I'm a photographer. This is what I do. Or maybe you are a potter, like a clay potter. I think that's what they're called. And do you want to say, yeah, I make pottery. This is what I do. Yeah, I'm a painter. This is what I do. Like, Do you see where we want to eventually end up getting over this imposter syndrome, right? Now, the next question is, how do you get over imposter syndrome specifically, like, as an artist? Well, the answer to that is you literally just have to keep doing what you are doing. So for me, um, you know, I was waiting tables, I was teaching, I was doing all sorts of stuff. 
And then finally, when I felt like I was in a professional production, my first professional production, and I was with other people who were also, you know, professionals and I was working with them, that is when I felt like, oh, I can call myself an artist. And it was almost like a flip of a switch. Um, I mean, it's different for everyone, but you will have that feeling where you're like, no, I'm an artist. Like, I feel like an artist. I feel like a painter. I feel like a photographer. I feel like a crocheter. And that is when your imposter syndrome has faded away. When you can confidently say, yes, this is what I do. And the way you do that is to just keep doing what you are doing. Like I auditioned so many times for so many things and got so many rejections and I was doing all this stuff, but because I kept doing it, even when I got the no's, when I got those yeses and I was working professionally and I was getting paid to act and perform, that was when I was like, no, like that's when, like that, that's what I do. Now I'm not saying that you have to be paid in order to feel like you can call yourself you know, an artist, you absolutely don't need to be paid. Um, But there is always a point I feel in your career when you just feel it. Like it's, it's a feeling like it doesn't have to do anything with money. doesn't have to do anything with like, you know, like status, like numbers on social media. It has nothing to do with that. It's a feeling within yourself that you feel like you are an artist. You take ownership of that. And it really is just doing it again and again and again. An example of this is I am, you know, still a little not so forthcoming um, that I have a podcast and that's something I'm working on. Um, I love doing this podcast and, you know, some of my really close friends know about it. And I mean, you guys obviously know about it, Um, but I'm really hesitant to tell people that I also have a podcast or, you know, to lean into that fact that I have a podcast. So a lot of times when I'm talking to people, I'll say, hi, my name is Rebecca and I'm an actor. And it's not like occasionally I'll mention that like I also have a podcast, but I don't, that's not like at the forefront thought of my mind. And I don't exactly know why. Um, I think it's because, you know, this podcast is like a project of mine and I love it so much that I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe like all you artists can like relate with me, but I I saw a post and it was like when an artist or like a writer shows you their work, it's because they trust you enough that they want your opinion on it. And you know, I'm definitely that way. Um, So maybe it's because I'm still just a little self-conscious about, you know, what people are going to think of me as a podcaster. And again, that's imposter syndrome, right? Like I still have that. And I mean, that's not going to stop me from putting out episodes, the way I get over my imposter syndrome is to continue to put out episodes, is to continue to work on telling people, hi, I also have a podcast and it's called Empowering Artists. And just also really believing that that is, you know, part of who I am and what I do. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. I think sometimes we as artists are afraid to tell people what we do because we're ashamed of like what people might say. And there's like a lot of layers to unpack there, but we can't live in fear of what people might think of us or of what people might say that we're doing. Um, I definitely am one of those people and I'm like, oh, I really, you know, I'm really worried about like what this person's going to say, what that person's going to say. Um, and quite honestly, I'm not sure why I've always worried about that. Um, 
I've gotten better at it of not caring what people think. I think that growing up, um, you know, there's a time in your life when you're younger, you don't really care what people think. And then it's kind of like around middle school and like into high school, you sort of start caring more like those social sort of not social cues, but like you're much more aware, like what's going on socially and what's like socially accepted. Um, And so you sort of start worrying about what other people think. And then eventually I feel like you get out of that and you over time start caring less and less what other people think. Um, Which really like, I aspire to be like that. I definitely still care what people think in certain settings, but like me as a person, like if I'm going out with my friends and I, you know, if I don't have makeup on and I'm like sweaty because I just walked like five blocks from work and I was meeting them for like, you know, um, an early dinner, like this actually happened last week, which is why it's coming to my mind now. Like, I don't care what I look like because I'm with my friends and, you know, my friends are my friends because of, you know, who I am, not because of what I look like. So everyone else who was like, you know, at this restaurant, like, I didn't care what they thought I looked like. I really didn't. I was comfortable in what I was wearing. Um, I was with my friends and it just like that didn't matter to me. So I think a lot of imposter syndrome comes from what we think other people might think. And I think that's another thing that slowly over time, as you sort of grow up and get older, you stop caring what other people think and other people's opinions because you just want to do whatever you want to do. And I think that, you know, it's a great lesson and great to keep in the back of our minds that it's not our job to make other people like feel comfortable with what we're doing, right? Like maybe these people are artists and they just, you know, maybe they don't want to have that conversation with other people out of fear that it might make the other person uncomfortable or I don't know. It's like crazy stuff like that, but it's not our job to make other people like understand or accept what we do. I mean, I've gotten it tons of times, like my cousin, um, this was a while ago, but I said that I was, you know, a theater major and I wanted to be an actor. And he was like, oh, like, well, what's your backup plan? And I mean, I really hate (laughs) that question um, from people when I tell them I'm an artist, like I tell them what I do and they're like, oh, what's your backup plan? And I always want to be like, you know, what's your backup plan for your job? Um, But I will, I won't go off on a tangent on that. But just something like that. And I just, you know, at the time, you know, I was still in college and I was like, oh, like, you know, I really was concerned about what, you know, he thought. And I like gave some, I don't know, I gave some answer to that, like backup plan question. But now when people ask me that, I'm like, well, I don't really have one because this is what I've chosen as a career. And I stand my ground because I feel like, you know, I'm at that point. Like, I don't feel like an imposter as far as, like, acting is concerned that I need to give an answer for, you know, what's your backup plan? Um, And that does take practice. Like, from the time my cousin and I had that conversation to the time I felt comfortable calling myself an artist, it was probably, like, I don't know, three or four years. But, you know, I kept working through it and I kept, you know, like, going to auditions, performing, um, never stopping. And, you know, I got to a point where I could call myself an artist. So what I'm really trying to get at here, guys, is that, you know, people are, you might run into people that ask you that. And it's the practice of saying, oh, I'm an artist. Oh, I'm an actor. Oh, 
I'm a photographer. Oh, I paint for a living. And just really stepping in and owning that statement and not caring what people are going to think of you. Because if you care about what people think of you, that's when you really start to consider, you know, what they're saying and their opinions. And then you start feeling like an imposter. And that leads to imposter syndrome. (laughs) So we don't want that. We want you to feel confident. We want you to feel strong and we want you to feel empowered as an artist in whatever you are doing. So how do you get over imposter syndrome as an artist? You just be an artist. You keep painting, you keep crocheting, you keep taking photographs, you keep doing what you want to do as an artist. And then slowly over time, you're going to build up that confidence and that like fear of, you know, oh, I can't call myself this. That's going to go away. And if you just practice telling people, you know, I am an actor, I am an artist, um, or for me, I'm a podcaster. Like that's still a weird thing for me to say out loud, but the more I practice it, the more comfortable I'm going to become with it. And the less I'm going to feel like an imposter. So guys, it really boils down to just continuing to do your artistic, um, path, artistic passion, artistic endeavor. I'm not really sure what to call it, (laughs) but whatever you want to do artistically, just keep on doing it. Keep taking photographs, keep painting, keep writing. And then when people ask you, say with confidence, I'm a writer, I'm a painter, I'm a photographer. And that in and of itself is going to give you so much confidence that the next time you have to say that, you're going to feel more confident. And the next time you're going to feel even more confident and so on and so on and so on until you're finally like, I'm an actor, you're going to shout it from the rooftops or I'm a photographer, you're going to tell it to everyone at you know the parties and all that stuff. So guys, really... I want you to get over imposter syndrome, and I'm not saying that this is the only way to do that, but this is what I've experienced in my personal life that I found that works. And I really, really hope that you're, if you're an artist, no matter what stage you're in, if you're still feeling a little uneasy or nervous to call yourself an artist when you are talking to other people, that is okay. It is 100% okay, and as long as we continue to work towards calling yourself what you confidently want to call yourself, that's what we want. And eventually, you're going to feel so confident in calling yourself an artist, that's all you're going to want to call yourself. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate it. Um, It would mean so much to me if you would subscribe to the podcast, uh, rate this episode, comment on it, and yeah, Just let me know your thoughts on imposter syndrome. If you're dealing with anything, you can send me a DM at Artistically Bold Life on Instagram and we can chat there. And before we go, today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to monetize your skills, come join. We would love to have you. Okay, guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me and I will see you in the next episode.